The Blockbusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Bromance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Blockbusters Podcast. Welcome to episode 77 of the Blockbusters Podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Brian. And before we get into it, let's see how quick I can do it this time. And go. Do follow <laughs> us on Twitter at Blockbusters, Facebook.com slash Blockbusters. Email us, Blockbusterpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at Blockbusters and we have a website, Blockbusters.webs.com. And time. I think that was about I 10 seconds. I think that was under, yeah, just under <laughs> 10, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. All right, thank you very much. Yes. That'll be all for both. Yes, and, and for those of you who didn't catch that, just replay it at about 0.5 speed. And yeah, there you go. go. <laughs> oh, check the links in the uh, yes. in yeah. the episode. Yeah. Well, assuming the link work, I've never fully tested those. Oh, okay. It is listed in there, so at the very yeah, least you can go. copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. So, so this time yeah. around... For reasons I don't fully understand, <laughs> we've chosen to review what women want. <laughs> and not the general topic, the film. Yes. Yes, I mean, if we were going to start trying to review what women want, we well, would probably have to end this podcast just because of the hate mail. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that would not go well. Um, yeah, so. so, anyway, this did originally start with me detecting <laughs> Brian saying... Any thoughts on what we should do? Yeah. And his immediate response... <laughs> it was immediate, w- yes. ...was Beethoven's Christmas Adventure. Yeah. And so I, I said, sure, why not? Uh-huh. And then Brian said, no, nah, we shouldn't do that. How about what women want? <laughs> well, I was just like, I just didn't feel like doing it. Like, it was weird to do, like, a Christmas-type movie, even though it was Beethoven in yes. September. Oh, um, although, I would like to point out that even though it might be weird for us to do that, mm-hmm. Netflix added it in August. Yes, So, true, true. it's a little odd uh-huh. for that. Yes, and but, I did later find out there is one that was in, came out in a few years later. So, okay. so it's not the most recent because we were, we were wondering yeah. if it was the last in the, the series, but... Yes, because uh, we may I, be doing that in future, possibly, or... Yes. Ryan also posited something which, hopefully by saying it on here, mm-hmm. someone will remind us, so we'll yes, actually do it. Uh, we are considering putting out a poll at the end of this year asking people what bad Christmas film they'd want us to do. Or... I mean, maybe not even a just couple. that. I think we should do at least a couple. Yeah, yeah so we, we can have. Obviously, yeah. we've done a couple of Christmas ones before where we've gone over Christmas films from our past and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, what? Obviously, some we, real. I want some real stinkers. Like I want some bad. Well, ones. I was. I was even considering. <laughs> I'm going to throw my my hat in here <laughs> and suggest no. Uh, yeah, I actually don't mind anymore. Oh, I know yeah, it's about film. We've had them mind talk. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, I think uh, the uh, the Grumpy Cat Christmas <laughs> film, I think that could be a real <laughs> contender. Uh-huh. But yes, there's plenty out there. There so. are plenty to choose from. Yeah. So if you start letting us know now, maybe we'll mm-hmm. actually have a list ready and then we can put it, put it out there, see what people want. Yeah. And... 
Yes, sir. What women want? So stop stalling. <laughs> yeah. So this was directed by Nancy Myers, and I am not overly familiar with her work. I do know that she has been quite prolific. Yeah, going yeah all the way back to Private Benjamin, um, even before that a little bit, but. Yeah, at least as a writer, I mean, but yes. as like a producer and director. Yeah, she, um, she's been writer, producer, and director of about like seven films. So uh, she's been she's been quite busy working. And most recent stuff is a lot of the rom-com fare. Yes, yeah. yes definitely. Mm-hmm. And a budget of $70 million mm-hmm. and a box office in worldwide of $374 million. One hundred and eleven thousand seven hundred and seven U.S. dollars. Yeah, quite a successful it, film. It did quite well. In fact, <laughs> yes, very for, well. For a long time, this film was actually the most successful film made by a woman. Yeah, I mm. do not know which film unseated that. It might be I don't know Hurt Locker or something like that. Okay, okay. or yeah, it's got to be something by Catherine Bigelow or. Um... Or Sophia. Couple, yeah. Couple of yeah, oh, I don't know how well Lost in Translation did, but... Uh, oh, no, that's yeah. a good point. That, yeah. that one was or quite well received. but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I mean, yeah, we could have done some more we research. We could have done this, but yeah. <laughs> that's what you folks are out there for, Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Correction but about it anyway. Yeah. So, why don't you tell us what this film is about then, Brian? <laughs> All right. Uh, this won't take long. <laughs> After an accident, a chauvinistic executive gains the ability to hear what women are really thinking. Hmm. An accident. Yes, an accident. <laughs> and as Paul and I recently discovered, this uh, this is a subgenre of yes. comedy that is okay. called the comedy what if. What if, yes. <laughs> uh, genre. Yes, it, thank you, Box Office Mojo, for <laughs> refining all of these <laughs> into really odd subgenres within genres. It is, but once you start thinking along those terms, the, the titles do start coming to you pretty quickly. Yes. Um, and no, number mm. one for. That genre was Bruce Almighty. Mm. So, and then I you start still, thinking. Yeah, you said I think Big was six. I would have put Big at number yeah, one. Big was number six. Mm. I mean, th- this is the way they list it in those uh, those charts is domestic box office. So, obviously, yeah. internationally, we'll, we'll change that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so Big was on there. Liar, liar. What was the one I said that wasn't on there? Uh, uh, mannequin, I believe it oh, was. Yeah, mannequin, <laughs> like that. Come on, man. Ah, how do you not love that movie? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we should right. probably talk about this movie. Yes, we should. <laughs> I mean, this, you might start noticing a theme here where we kind of get a bit off base. So, who is this chauvinistic pig? Well, it's well, Mel Gibson. No, no foreshadowing here. <laughs> no, yes, Mel Gibson. Matt Bell plays Nick Marshall, the chauvinistic guy, and. Mm-hmm. I th- I think one of the notes I didn't write down, but I was seriously considering, was just say, oh, he must have been absolutely at home playing the first twenty minutes of this film, and then Helen Hunt plays mm-hmm. Darcy McGuire, fresh off of uh, like as good as it gets, so just a couple years after that. Yeah. So her star was pretty high. Yeah, right, uh, right when was then. when was Twister? Twister was like ninety six. Maybe okay, so a couple of years. A couple of years and after that is when they would have started um, looking for her. Yeah, Twister was ninety six. Yeah, and then yeah, as good as it gets was ninety seven. All right. Yeah. Uh, Alan Alder as Darren Wanamaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the guy who owns the company, I guess. I'm never really sure what his role is. He just seems to be a higher up. Higher up that has to talk to the board. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to talk to the boys downtown about the thing. Um, that Marissa Tomei is in this as Lola, no last name. Lola, <laughs> yes. And, and of course, 
Lauren Holly is in it as Gigi, no <laughs> last name. name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In, uh -huh. in fact, upon looking at the cast list for this, it appears that over 50% of characters in this film have no last name of any description yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of some who's who of late 90s uh, stars here. We, yeah. Yeah, and it, there's a, a fair number of people in this film. Delta Burke, of course. <laughs> how could we leave out Delta Burke? First, how, how uh, could we? <laughs> designing what women want. <gasps> ah, there Ooh. we go. Ooh. Well done. Okay, fuck. <laughs> All right, so, All right. Uh, where shall we get into this thing? I um, don't know. I, you know what? I'm going to start right up. Well, I'll start at the beginning here. Um, okay, so the mm. movie opens with lots of. Fat, or cut it, cuts together of this man being described. Yep. Uh, as a man's man. As a man's man, yeah. <laughs> um, from all different perspectives or all different people that he's interacted with or family, friends, co yeah. whatever. One of and, whom being the ex-wife that we don't yeah. find out about until like 20 minutes later. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I just don't like that method of story. <laughs> like, that form of exposition, I would rather see a well-written scene that shows him... Like, we're going to see him being chauvinistic and a sexist asshole later. Like, yeah. that'll paint all the backstory we need. I don't need... right, Especially right at the top of the film. Yeah. Like, three <laughs> minutes of... Four minutes of exposition about what a <laughs> douche this guy is. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, from, right from the get-go, I'm like, sh you know, I always say, you know, and th I think show, don't tell. Show me this guy's a, a jerk. Well, I... Don't tell me about it. In that case, I think you need look no further than the opening scene of Bridesmaid. I don't know if mm -hmm. you've seen Bridesmaid, yes. but the opening scene being Kristen Wiig in mm -hmm. bed with mm -hmm. her... Boyfriend, John Hammond, I guess, yes. Yeah. Mr. John, the wonderful John yes. Hammond. And that is all you need to know about his character right there. Mm -hmm. The way he is treating her in a, what, 45 second scene? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's way better than this three, four minute, well, you know this guy, this is what he's like. Mm -hmm. And, this was, and you, you don't even see him on screen for a long time, right? Isn't no, it? Until they pretty much you stop want to talking. count the, whoever they cast as the kid uh, yes. to play, you know, in the photo or whatever. Yeah, with yeah. the uh, the dancers or whatever. But uh, yeah, that, yeah, it yeah, it's, it was so weird that they spent that long talking about this guy, and then you finally see him. Mm -hmm. So like you'd think that it was a lot of setup right up top. Like, yeah, let's just get into it. We'll quickly discover his true nature you know but I mean from just from the beginning that was like my, my big gripe right away well in that case how about we go for one of the biggest gripes about this entire film in general because obviously we just said that this was a hell of a lot of exposition and this film is over two hours long it, we, I was going to get to that point um, it, it is quite long it yeah. is um, I was really shocked because I'm like oh I figured I didn't look at the running time before like I think we both said before we recorded we've each seen this once mine was years ago when it came out like on video or whatever but I yeah. didn't remember there so I figured I'd allow myself uh, Paul and I both watched this this morning separately but <laughs> this morning I'm like oh, I'll give yeah, myself it, two hours to watch this and that'll be enough time <laughs> uh, before you get here to record this thing yeah. and then I looked I looked on Netflix and I was like two to seven like, 127 <laughs> what the hell <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, when you said it 
Uh, okay, we're gonna do that, and then also very uh, long for a romantic comedy. Yeah, we we are also today going to be recording the next French Fry thing that we're doing. Just very great time <laughs> here. I really hope you guys did enjoy the first one that oh, came please, out. Please, yes, let us know what you thought. And yeah, we're looking forward to doing the next one. But I was talking with my wife in the week, and then, and I was saying, okay, so you know, maybe Friday night I'll watch one, Saturday night I'll watch one, be fine, I look up the one run time, and it's 87 minutes, like, yeah, okay, maybe I'll watch that one, look at the run time for this, and it's like, 127 minutes, how about I not watch that one at <laughs> night, I don't want to be stuck downstairs for two hours watching this thing, so, yeah, yeah it was very, in the morning. Um, very yeah. interesting, mm-hmm. um, like that, what, sitting down watching this, and I think I got half an hour into it, and I'd gone through about three scenes that I remember, and I was like, oh, I wonder, I had to pause it, because, you know, I went to the toilet or something, and then I looked up and I was like, there's still an hour and 40 minutes left. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what else are they gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> what is there? I get it, I get it. Alright, um. <laughs> yeah, that, I, even when it comes to romantic comedy, I don't know if I can list one that lasts longer than two hours. Even Love Actually isn't two hours long, and there's so much they ground mm-hmm. into that. So <laughs> yeah, there is um, some definitely like some slow bits in there to get through. Um, but I, I, <laughs> I will say, I don't know. Let's back things up a little yeah, bit yeah. again. Um, so obviously, we know like so. This is of course made by a woman. Um, yep, and. And Before women. I get myself in too much trouble here, yes. I am a feminist. I am on record as being a feminist. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, we we are two peoples that could not more firmly believe in just like equal rights across the board, yes. no matter what. So, like anything we say here that might be seen as derogatory, we promise it in jest. Like yeah, anything like not that, not intentional or anything. Yes, and I, we fully understand that we may be talking out of our asses and not I, know what women want. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also say, kind of uh, sad that we need yeah. to preface exactly. This, but yeah, we, but so anyway, but you know, <laughs> watching. Um, so what I was getting to was, of course, you know, the opening of the film and and watching this character uh, Nick behave that way is of course the point but still in in 2016's uh, view it's still uncomfortable or at least was for me to watch him call like everyone babe and then tell the really like dirty sexist joke uh, about still sucking (laughs) after 10 years yeah I I did Uh, enjoy the fact that the maid did say like yeah what am I, a pig? Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I kind of like that comeback, and then it's mm-hmm. never brought up again. Like, he still mm-hmm. calls her babe, and there's no whatever. So it's, uh, now, one thing, I'm kind of interested to see what you think about this, because mm-hmm. when I finished the film, I just kind of sat there for a minute. Yeah. And then, I, as I said, I, I half wrote it down, and then just kind of stopped, because I was kind of done with it for now. But I... Despite the fact that this was directed by a woman and I think at least co-written or something like that by her as well, I still think this film is kind of sexist towards women. <laughs> just a little. Really? I didn't... I mean... Do I didn't I, really get that too much. Um, well, just... And in, the only reason I say that is you've got, say, the Lola character. Mm-hmm. Her entire being, apparently, towards the end of the film, yeah. is summed up by this guy that didn't call her back, and he has to be gay, otherwise I'm not attractive. Mm. Like, that's not 
quite what you want to put forward well, as a that's character. Just one <laughs> messed up character. Well, yeah, I don't, but, yeah. but then all of the other women in this film, mm-hmm. they all think that this guy's a sleazeball, and they all just are like, you know, oh, I'm only doing this job because you're not anything like that. But none of them do anything about this thing. Like they just mm-hmm. sit there, take everything that happened, and just think, oh, I don't like him. That's it. That's the only thing that ever happens here. Like, there's no empowered women, with the exception uh, 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 of Helen Hunt's, Helen Hunt's character, character, who still needs validation. Like, mm. I know it's a romantic comedy, but yeah. still, like, mm-hmm. there's the only, the only character in this film that really had any power, like regardless of supernatural or not, <laughs> is Mel Gibson. <laughs> so yeah. it's. I don't know, obviously it's a romantic comedy, but I think it's aimed more at men than at women, based on my observation of this thing, and I don't think both men would want to watch it, so... Okay, I don't know if that was just a sign of the times, or... I mean, it is. this is 16 years ago, and there's yes. maybe as much, or as... Feminist as a movie could get, that you know, then? I yeah. don't know, I'm sure there are other examples that, you know, are out there that might be better ones but around that time but yeah but i i didn't get I mean, as strongly of a, a, a vibe as you did from that <laughs> i mean i did want to see some stronger female characters but i did enjoy it. and of course as always these are spoiler episodes yeah um i did enjoy the role reversal at the end of the film where okay I've, he's the one that needs rescuing and yes she, so it's that's typically the male role uh, you know the, it's, the roles are switched around yes, there yes um, or, or that, and she has the power there. Or that, and you do remember, okay, there is one strong character, female character in this film, and it's the daughter. Yes, that and the daughter was, too. That was well done. And she's shown, <laughs> oh. yeah, in, the, in their bathroom scene at the prom that she has, uh, you know, a level head and can make a grown-up adult decision. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> More so than some of the grown-ups. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, I thought she was a strong character as well. Um, yes, yeah, so that thanks uh, mm-hmm. again. Like this film just kind of uh, numbed me a little bit. So I, I, I might have forgotten <laughs> that bit, but uh, I still think my point mostly stands. It, at least, okay. at least from my observation. I, mean, I, yeah. I think it's a fair point. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, just I was throwing a caveat in there. I don't know how much we should expect from oh, a yeah. film from 2000 but yeah um, again I mean, mm-hmm. we're coming at it from now and yeah mm-hmm. th- definitely you've got to take the culture of the time into account and I would have no idea what the culture of 2000s America business America <laughs> would be so. I was not quite in the business uh, field then and neither am I now but. yes you are not now so there we go currently not uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Um, there, oh, here's one thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, the, this, this, one thing that I thought really dated this movie was <laughs> the amount of smoking yeah. in this. Like that—that that is definitely like a sign that you're watching an old, like <laughs> something prior to all of the you yes. know political correctness. Of I'll say prior to this, about 2005. That's when yeah. like smoking bans and stuff started to get talked yeah. about. And but I mean, that. everyone smokes. Everyone has a cigarette. They're lighting up in the offices. They're lighting up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, in, in a bit that I didn't mm-hmm. fully understand, the uh, the cam- the uncredited cameo by mm-hmm. Bette Midler as the psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Do you mind if I smoke?" And then she just kind of like, "Pop, pop, pop, pop." 
<laughs> like, like, what, what are you doing? Is this your first cigarette? Apparently. Like, she, she's, she she mind if it, I take up smoking right now? Yeah, she's had it on hand just in case something weird happens. Yes, in case hey, she finds herself in a comedy what-if plot, she yeah. will be able to have uh, those cigarettes in. Yeah, and there was definitely a, a pre-rolled cigarette mm-hmm. of... Undetermined mm. origin because it definitely looks like something else. Oh, you thought like there might have been some uh, some herbal refreshment. In yeah, there. possibly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's a psychiatrist's office. I mean, maybe yeah, maybe mm. they need a bit of relief in time. That to would be yeah. They... Might also explain the weird puffing as well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did uh, find that out that she was just in that one scene. I don't know. I don't know how she was connected to this, but I think uh, it was. Hey, we got Ben Midler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got um, her for one day. Let's see what she'll do. Shall we talk a, about the inciting what if incident? Sure. Uh, <laughs> the most plausible thing. Yeah. I mean, I, taking a cue from like 1980s weird science magic almost. Yeah. Got um, it. And, and I would, I, I did kind of want to talk about the fact that this whole film based around the idea that this guy mm-hmm. gets Gender-specific telepathy, <laughs> amongst all creatures, apparently. <laughs> yes, well, at least mammals. all species yeah. scenes. Mm-hmm. Because yes, not only is it every woman, but apparently poodles, every <laughs> every female dog as well. No word on cats. What, yeah, no, we yes. didn't get to find out on that. But no, but yes, at the time he ran across a cat, he had lost the ability. So, <laughs> so there True. we go. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that, but so anyway, yeah, he's trying these products on. You know, Helen yeah. Hunt is the Which, new boss that you know needs to be wowed by these pitches the next day. Yeah, she. And, uh, for those of you that haven't seen yeah. the film, well done you. But they also, <laughs> uh, they everyone in this department gets given a box filled with items aimed at women, gross that, women things that need <laughs> need new representation. Apparently, at uh, this one, for I don't know yeah. exactly. How this works if they just ship mm. out to all companies and then there's almost like a a bidding thing that happens. Mm. I don't know, but yes, it's filled with things like lipstick, mascara, uh, home waxing wax. kits, yeah. and, and mm. bras and stuff. It, every, mm. She li- she started listing it off, and I was like, okay, yeah. He I was some stuff waiting out of the for the feminine hygiene because yeah, I didn't remember it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did it, they throw some feminine hygiene? Pro-? And of course, no. But well, uh, even with that, like everything that she listed. By the time she reached the end of the list, I was like, I'm not sure if you could fit everything in that box. They definitely seemed a lot lighter on the table um, than all of those things. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it wasn't, like, you took the lid off and you could see, like, the tops of things. Mm-hmm. They took the lid off and you could see still box underneath it was just that. A, uh, it was a magic, like, clown car, like, type box. Yeah, where well, you could just keep pulling out almost, yeah, <laughs> objects. The, the Mary Poppins bag. <laughs> exactly, yes. That's yeah. so, what I was going for so in mm-hmm. a surprisingly forward action by this guy he goes yeah. home and tries it i mean this is before yeah because i this is one of the things like i in my head i had that scene as ha- happening like after somehow he had gotten the power yeah maybe halfway through. Like, yeah like but he actually goes on and like tries these things on you get the famous pantyhose scene and yeah. um with the daughter and boyfriend walking in but yeah the all the the lipstick and the painting the fingernails and the the yeah. pre 40 year old virgin uh, hot wax yeah uh yeah. And gag. Oh, and I do think that scene was done really well. But, yeah, well, but as you said, a little too early in the film because he's a little too accepting of everything. Like, given mm-hmm. what he's supposed to be, 
yeah. and he's supposed to be the band's man and the mm-hmm. chauvinistic guy. Like that guy, even if it was somehow related to his mm-hmm. job, wouldn't try everything in that box. <laughs> Certainly not the pregnancy test. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he'd try that one. But yeah, that... <laughs> be on it. <laughs> See what happens. Well, that, that, that was the thing, and obviously we still haven't got to the actual incident itself. <laughs> yeah. but, but as the incident is happening, you see some of the stuff in the bath. And the pregnancy test box mm-hmm. is just floating in there. Mm-hmm. It's like, so does he just take a couple of the stuff and just throw them? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't need that. Okay, no. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. although he did, he does say later in the film that he tried every item in the box, which means he did pee on the pregnancy test. <laughs> <stick. laughs> uh, fair. I guess that's what we could infer. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, he, I think he tells yeah. two different people he tried every item in the box. So. All right. All right. So, so anyway, um, yes. so th- ev- this this. Box filled with stuff has now exploded all across the room. There's the bath beads, there's yeah, all the aromatherapy beads that he comically uh, dances across. Yeah. For and of course, he so he's he's caught by his daughter and her girlfriend, like in the midst of trying all of her this boyfriend. stuff. Uh, boy, Which everyone calling? Yeah, <laughs> Not our choice. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know the guy from Six Feet Under, uh, the boyfriend from Six Feet Under, and caught by them. Boyfriend goes home, she gets annoyed that he's not listening, he can't remember the boyfriend's name. Which, to be perfectly honest, I don't know if I would the very first time someone says, like, this is my boyfriend, here's his name. Two minutes later, chances are, as bad as I am with names, (laughs) I'll have forgotten myself. So I I couldn't necessarily force him there. Mm. But, and he's also a dad that doesn't want his girlfriend. Boyfriend, and so he eventually does remember the name, and in trying to prove the point, he's like, "Oh wait, this is his name." He knocks over the beads. Yeah, they uh, just spill across like, the floor. Yeah, so, something happens; yeah. the beads fall on the floor, which causes the as he skidding all around while holding the a hairdryer fire. with possibly the longest stretchy cord and most powerful grip. For the socket <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, because it allows him to dance across the entire bathroom for a while. Yeah, like, um, it's, it's about twice as long as your average yeah. cord. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yes. and he bumps into the bath and he kind of steadies himself. And he's like, wow, that was close. Like, <laughs> and of course, he starts doing the oh, 90% of accidents happen in the home. And, mm. and then, of course, he slips again. And he falls into the bath. Zap, zap, zap. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did feel that he could either have gotten out of the bath in time or just knocked the the hairdryer away. But no, we, we wouldn't have a movie, Paul. Yes. yes, yes, we wouldn't have a movie. And, and say, so, yeah, yes, slow motion. Oh no, bzzz. And then. Yeah. He's. I think he's what one foot in the bath as it lands, and so he wakes up the next so yes, day. Now we can hear what women. I can hear what <laughs> That's all, how that works. all female <laughs> animals. So think. try it at home. Don't try yeah. it at home. <laughs> yes, no. I mean, tell yeah. us what you think. Yes. <laughs> If you have that very stretchy hairdryer, maybe that's the only yeah, one. That I think you have to have that one in order to get it yeah, to work. But so anyway, yeah. So through the power of movie, what if magic? Yeah, uh, yeah. So he slowly he, figures out he can hear these women's thoughts. Um, then yeah, then yeah, that's when he goes to the aforementioned uh, therapist and confides in her, and very quickly gets her to believe him. Yeah, um, I mean, fair enough. I do 
think the the way he does it is the way most people would do it. Like yeah. Think of a number, and then mm. he's able to, in real time, list off the number that she's thinking of. So mm-hmm. that's that was uh, quite <laughs> quite a nice little mm. quick way of doing it. However, I don't understand why he didn't do that with anyone, anyone else. else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even the mm-hmm. the guy that he's trying to explain, like, you know, oh, I can hear what women think, and he only actually then tries that with one person, one woman. That's it. And then he, the guy's like, yeah, well, I, I do not believe you. And then maybe he does later, based on what he says? I don't know. That doesn't seem to be any any yeah. other scene where he's more, except with the exception of he's talking to the woman who, and uh, I, I recognised it after, like, you know, two minutes of screen time, she plays Angela Petrelli in mm-hmm. Heroes. And, yeah, he's just going like, God, you don't think I pay too much, do you? Oh, no. And that scene was pointless. Because <laughs> that went nowhere. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. I did have a question about his uh, abilities. Um, that once he realizes he has this power, you think he would have adapted a little faster to the <laughs> fact that just because he can hear their thoughts... He shouldn't verbalize that immediately to them. Yep. <laughs> um, thus, somewhat giving up the jig, um, <laughs> or immediately someone thinks of an idea and he presents it as his own immediately. Yeah. Like he might want to let that sit, play it cool for a bit. But like a, a woman would think something and then he absolutely would, or like the one woman would say no. Haven't you? You know, she. I thought. I. She thought about how she's faked headaches before yeah. and immediately jumps on that. Like, that is just way too close yeah. to well, a coincidence. Yeah. You know? and, um, and then, then he does that multiple times. Like, just because you, you know they don't know you can hear them yeah. thinking. Well, and also, he doesn't seem to think about the fact that just because they do it doesn't mean they'll admit to it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah. like that scene, yeah, he hears a woman think because it's about a pitch for Advil and this woman is thinking like you know oh you should sell that to me I fake headaches all the time and so he's like aha okay well I'll come up with a pitch that uses that and when he comes up with a pitch and everyone goes well no that's silly and then he specifically is going you you right there (laughs) you've done this you thought it like 45 (laughs) seconds ago you thought this shit and of course he's Uh, like no no not to it yeah and and then stamps on his foot. Yes, I, I didn't understand that one. Like, surely, again, if even if you were the one, like, okay, I do do that, but I'm saying, like, no, mm-hmm. at this point, why would you stamp on his foot? You're just drawing just attention to yourself. Just because you don't like the guy, and he's just being a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there was that, but I did like the uh, the scene where he. Uh, wait, no, she calls him. Where Darcy calls him. And yeah. it's a phone call, and there's the confusion there because so apparently the thought the thought volume and the real volume is the same, and uh, also and works over the phone and works over the phone. That one, even mm-hmm. in this entire film, I mm-hmm. I wasn't going to buy that. I, I think <laughs> you were well, yeah. It, that's the thing. Like the, it, the hearing the women's thoughts is enough to like, just yeah, go like, along and with it, the right. It is very very clear as he's walking yeah. down, like. He's only hearing the thought when he's in close proximity mm-hmm. to the woman. Yeah, it's a, it's a small... It's like a, a radar with a very short pinging distance. Yeah, I like, mean, I, I would say maybe five meters, if that. 
However, mm-hmm. he still feels the need to get shoulder to shoulder with them when he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> so it can be extra creepy. Yeah, <laughs> there. yeah I don't yeah. think there's ever a point where he's not just like, I'm gonna, oh, I can hear this person thinking, hang on, hang on, wait, I'm getting closer, mm-hmm. getting closer. Oh, they've gone away. Like, what do I, <laughs> what did I do? It's like, you could stand, like, behind her <laughs> and hear everything, and that does happen a couple of times mm-hmm. when he's learning it. Oh, and maybe. yet, he's always going, into full creeper mode when he's trying to listen in on people's thoughts. Maybe it's the something to do with the technology of the telephone, like it's connected with the electricity and it somehow can carry those thoughts sure, why through not? the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, um, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, there was another moment that I did want to bring up. Um, if we can use a uh, term of... Tim and Guys of, of TWIOT. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely my shining light. Uh, well, one of them. I actually, you know, I've been kind of harboring a secret here, Paul. I had a few. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think what really stole the sh- show for me was Mel Gibson's uh, dance to the Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I Jack, wrote It that was down. beautiful. Yeah, it was really good, actually. It was well done. Uh, like, there had to be a lot of takes to get that right, because it... Is so well choreographed, well, especially the, well the, hat the hat flipping the yeah. onto the head and just rolling down onto the leg and onto the. I mean, it's just a great little number, and it's. I don't. I mean, it really serves no purpose other than to show him kind of how he unwinds or yeah. whatever by doing this very well choreographed dance, as we all do at the end of the day. Yes, exactly. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that scene. I, I actually spent the entire scene thinking, so are they going to have the daughter just walk in and go, what the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it just, it did, for the first, like I guess, minute of the whole thing, I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of like, again, kind of like Love Actually, where Hugh Grant is, Prime Minister is doing the dancing all around 10 Downing Street and then he realises someone's watching him so he's like, oh, yes, get me those yeah. things. Yeah, and I, I figured he would be interrupted by the daughter just going, what are you doing? <laughs> just stop it. And then, nope, that didn't happen and it was just a, a really cool dance sequence and I figured that would somehow come back. Like, maybe there would be mm-hmm. some dancing later. Well, I mean, there, I guess it's not directly related to that scene but there is a little bit of a payoff when it, we realise, like, Darcy's also a uh, Frank fan, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that. And there was actually a bit just before that where he, he's drinking and going, "Oh, I need Frank." And I was like, "Is this character somewhat gay?" Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, I did want to get Frank. What do you say, Paul? You can't like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> no, that, 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 that wasn't my first thought. Wasn't he's going? Oh, he wants a Frank Sinatra. It's like, yeah, oh, I've got to get with my buddy Frank. Oh, <laughs> just, yeah, Frank. And it's like, um, yeah. hmm, like, it, that could be an interesting take that I've completely forgotten about. And it's like, no, of course it's uh, you know Frank Sinatra. In a song I don't believe I'd actually it, It's heard one of the, yeah, one of the B-sides of his. Like, I can't, yeah, but it's, uh, it was still a good one. I can't, I'm blanking on it right now, even though I just saw it three hours ago. Yeah, yeah. and it was basically a song saying, like, I don't care, I'm not going to dance with you. <laughs> so, uh, alright. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that was, I think, shortly before his, Accident. Uh, well, yeah, because he, he he does all of that dancing mm-hmm. around, and then that makes him think, you know, okay, yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And now, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, obviously he has his accident mm-hmm. that gets in the mm-hmm. thing, and then he tries to take it away. 
I don't understand why his character would want it to go away, but anyway, he tries mm-hmm. to get rid of it, and he tries to do pretty much exactly the same thing, but then he just takes it out in... Again, such a long cord it must be, he takes the thing out to a balcony this time, and holds it up, <laughs> and... Yeah. Does get struck by lightning. Amazingly, yes. <laughs> like, there is no way There's this should no way work. this is going to happen again. At no. the very least, that building would have some sort of metal rod on this uh-huh. roof just to try and dissipate any of these possible lightning strikes. And now he gets well, hit. God was really paying attention to this case uh, of this guy. So he's like, well, he's, this guy's got to be in a dig right now. So we'll just give him a little another zap. Right. Uh, Either that or, like, let's say there was some... I can't even say benevolent at this point, <laughs> but there was something that gave him the power, and then he just goes, like, oh, no, how does it go away? <laughs> go enjoy it some Shoot, more yeah. right now. <laughs> go uh-huh. away. Uh, so, spoiler, that did not work, even though it, he thinks for a moment it did. But, yeah, uh, it, it didn't, which, okay, possibly the most unrealistic thing that happened in the entire film <laughs> is the fact that he walks out of his building and then walks down the road, and then has to walk into a department store and get to the perfume aisle before he runs into any women. Well, before and also, that this is supposed to be New York, is it not? Yes. Okay, so, well, also on the street, that there's just, like, five guys on the street in yeah. morning Manhattan or Brooklyn or wherever and, you're at. And I understand that, yes, this was 16 years ago, but this wasn't 36 years ago. There's no cars. There's no traffic. Yeah, they they could not afford a lot of day players on that day uh, when they shot that, apparently. No. So. And yeah, I find it... I do find it interesting as well. Like, the way he wanted to test it was to go to where there's lots of women in one place, mm-hmm. which is how he got overwhelmed in the first case. So wouldn't you go somewhere where there's, like, two women? Mm-hmm. Like, and then just kind of like hang around, see what you hear, rather than go somewhere where he's trying to specifically see if he's hearing what they're thinking or if he's mm-hmm. hearing what they're saying. So he goes somewhere with women all around him, mm-hmm. with all these voices going on, yeah. so he has to swivel around mm-hmm. so that he can actually find people, and then it's two deaf people talking that makes him realise, oh, I've still got this thing. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there was it, it, another scene that kind of went on just a bit too long. It was like, oh, I hear something. No, okay, they're talking. Oh, I hear something. No, they're talking. Oh, I hear something. No, they're talking. Oh, I hear something. No, they're talking. Oh, I hear something. Oh, crap, it's the deaf people. I, I, I shouldn't be able to hear that. No. Like, well, surely you could cut that down by one or two like revelations <laughs> perhaps. Um, yeah. So, anywho, um, he realizes kind of by kind of by the urging of the therapist really that he can use this for his own gain that it's actually a good thing for him yeah, that I, he can use it to take advantage of his work his sex life yeah, uh, I like do. his relationship with the daughter I didn't even uh, think about that it's very 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 strange that the marriage counselor mm-hmm. psychiatrist is like the one you can that, get laid a lot with this yeah, you know <laughs> she's the one that's like okay you know what women want and you can give it to him you should do that you should go be <laughs> even a filthier bastard than you have been <laughs> yeah it, it's like no, like, not, nothing like, oh, well, now you can have better relationships with the women mm. in your life because you'll be, be able to understand where they're yeah. coming from. Uh-huh. No, it's... So you, you turn can, that against them. Yeah, yeah. you'll, you'll totally be able to over. use what they're thinking yeah. and 
get them to like you more. <laughs> it was yes. like, uh, and when they're not any use to you, you can just not call them for six days. Yes. And tell them you're gay. They'll totally fine with it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought that was odd too. That the therapist was, you know, like, just give him the green light. Go for yeah, it, man. Uh, go be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> go with God and screw a lot of girls. All right, and screw well, over your boss. Yeah. That work. Well, and speaking of um, the whole Marissa Tomei mm, scene, I love Marissa Tomei. By the way, uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I have nothing against Marissa Tomei. I love her as an actress; she's gorgeous. Yeah, nothing against okay, her. Okay, so anyway, but that bedroom scene, yeah, bit much. Uh, a little bit. I didn't think. Yeah, I mean, I I got it that mm-hmm. like, obviously it was showing she was thinking something and he was reacting to that. Uh-huh. And all that. Okay, that that was all fine. What she was thinking at the end. <laughs> Especially uh, how loud she was thinking it. A little too on the nose. I don't know. I mean, I've certainly uh, heard worse after those scenes. Uh, see Fight Club um, yeah. after some of the things Marla says after her sexual romps with Tyler. Yes. <laughs> that's that, the high bar. That's also there. funny. <laughs> I haven't that since grade school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also oh, believe God. that was entirely Helena Bonham Carter when she did that one. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah is it, also, did you enjoy the, like, the shot? the shot from ceiling down of just the pillows and then it's the two people just coming into frame and yeah. and they're clearly coming into frame from something that doesn't quite make sense with what they were supposed to have been doing. <laughs> Maybe I'm divulging too much personal info here but I don't quite know what <laughs> situation they were in that was but, True, but, but, but it, it, did, it did seem like Marissa Tomei was coming in from the like bottom left corner of the bed and Mel was coming in from the right side of the we bed. We didn't see it, so it's none of our business. Nancy Myers showed us what she wanted to yeah, show us. That's yeah. right. Well, you don't know. Maybe that she was... wanted to show more, but she was held back from Maybe. the studio. I don't know. Yeah. This was actually her attempt to say, no, no, I want to get into more raunchy stuff, please. <laughs> it just did not pan out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... I kind of alluded earlier to that, uh, I was kind of harboring a secret here and I've kind of kept it. I like this movie. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> I don't know how it took me that long to get it out. Uh, just to be clear, I don't love this movie. No. It's got a lot of issues. <laughs> yes, a lot it does. of problems. It really does. Length, uh, some dragging points, um, yeah, some, uh, <laughs> redundant scenes, uh, the yeah. overcharacterization, the exposition, all that stuff. And the incredible but undercharacterization. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it this morning. Okay. It was a nice little morning movie for a Sunday morning movie. Yeah. Um, I think it has... I think it's... I don't know if you would agree or not. Uh, I'll find out in a second if I should say it. Uh, I think it was really sh- uh, shot quite well. I, I thought the... I mean, I thought like the scenes and the blocking was really well done. And I just liked to... Just, I thought the camera work was pretty nice. I don't know. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I have yeah, nothing bad to I mean, say and about also, maybe this is a, a, a little bit of a... I should probably give a little bit of a disclaimer here. I had just seen Ernest like two days 
prior. Okay. Which see the earnest episode if when if and when that you know or when that comes out or when yep. it's available here. Um, so it was nice to actually see a real movie <laughs> where people worked on it <laughs> and uh, there was a plot. And okay. Things happened and there were jokes that actually did kind of make me laugh a little yeah. bit. Not, not um, to yeah, not, not to, to let you know spoilery. too much about. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yes. But it was nice to actually see, oh, this is what you can do when you spend some money and uh, have some talent on screen. Um, and Mel Gibson. It, <laughs> uh, I actually um, really, I thought they had chemistry together. I don't know, Mel and, Mel and I, yeah. I, I've seen better, I've seen worse. I thought it, yeah. it was good enough. And then I also <laughs> would say that I thought they didn't hit it too, he- I mean, they almost went real heavy with it, but I did think this film has some heart to it as well, um, which is always appreciated. Uh, yeah. Definitely the, the I mean, we've seen it, this is kind of tropish, but the frayed relationship with ne- negligent father and yeah. daughter, uh, but that was, I think, nicely handled, um, and especially um, Judy Greer, who I absolutely love as Aaron, the geeky file clerk or geeky file <laughs> again his, no, la- no last name despite how important her character it, is yeah but i mean it does show that he has a heart and like she's clearly having these suicidal thoughts and even i yeah, mean even the first one i mean yes, him. he doesn't to yeah i shouldn't give him too much credit because he hears it i think there's like two instances where he hears overhears something in the office that that is like okay they won't know I'm gone or I should just jump out this window or yeah. something but then they'll have to you know they yeah. won't know until they have to step yeah. on glass I mean, I, or whatever I, say, I, and, I will say and that he still didn't step in but yeah, he didn't step in and also when he tries he actually does try mm-hmm. to kind of say something to his friend work colleague whatever mm-hmm. it is and he's like she's kind of funny suicidal but kind of funny it's like <laughs> that's not what you lead with <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you don't just throw out. Yeah, she's yeah. that person's kind of yeah. side. I don't know how long she's going to be funny if you get my meaning. But uh, <laughs> she's funny right now. Yeah, um, enjoy it while you can. Tell, yeah, because yeah, who knows if we'll see her tomorrow? Uh, yeah, but so he does take an interest in her well-being. Um, yes, and forgive me if I get these events out of order. So he tracks her down um, using this. And then finally, aid, gets aid from this Chinese woman in Chinatown or yeah. whatever. Um, which he still had his powers at this point. Yes, up, up until it, yes, just until he goes that, into that yes. alley. Yeah. So can he not? He did not hear any of her thoughts. Is there a language barrier? I would uh, imagine language. <laughs> so he could hear her thoughts, but it was just all in Chinese. Yeah, he would have heard the Chinese. <laughs> that, well, well, they should have. You know, I should would have liked to well, seen that or some representation. Well, I, of that. I don't know because obviously the dog was in English. So, mm-hmm. and as as much as I would like to think it. I don't think dogs think in English. So. <laughs> yeah. Or even any language any person on earth would We've understand. done it. We've found, we found a flaw in the <laughs> yes. movie, finally. <laughs> well, you found a flaw. I think I've gone over a couple. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I was curious. I'm like, okay, nothing coming off of her. Um, um, unless mm-hmm. everything that he was like, oh, down that way? Because like, mm-hmm. she didn't seem to say anything. Well, well just I guess it's already like, been established prior by his like two little office aide helpers that if you're not hearing anything, they're just idiots, right? <laughs> so maybe yes. she's just stupid, is well, what we're being told. 
well, maybe, but also I I think that the the shot that you got of them just kind of looking at each mm-hmm. other poignantly, like, yeah. I got the feeling that either that woman knew that he could hear her thoughts. Oh, we're going ancient, like or, wise Chinese trope here. But, yeah. Or she was a representation of the force that gave him that power uh, because he loses it immediately afterwards. Uh, I mean, like, she was mate, Morgan Freeman. Kind of, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, it, she might have been like, you know, oh, well, he's ready to get to lose it now. Like, mm-hmm. He learned what he needs to know. Yeah, assuming, obviously, there's mm-hmm. nothing else in the film that even comes close to saying the, like, he was given this because they saw it. Like, no, yeah. no real mm-hmm. thing there. But, yeah, that just the way that they kind of held on it at the end there. I was mm-hmm. like, she seemed a little, like, Mm-hmm. Uh, to I don't know a little too much or something like it's just yeah so yeah. anyway yeah he gets electrocuted one more time <laughs> yeah but this time um, with absolutely no side effect whatsoever it, in fact it well, almost seemed as though it was just happening around him like some sort of electric Faraday yeah cage. like the like uh, the Terminator was about to pop up naked yeah uh, <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, so that's what makes him lose the power. Yeah, and so so getting hit by lightning again didn't. Getting electricity around him did. Mm-hmm. So, and he's still got to be some sort of god because he's been... <laughs> suffered three pretty tragic accidents and he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, no motor skills lost, no speech affected. Uh, yeah, no, I mean... Hair's still perfect. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if... If this film were taken as gospel, shall we say, then uh, they they can just take off the warning label on the uh, the hairdryers in hotels. Like, of course, you can use it in the shower. Like, nothing's ever going to happen to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently, you might even gain superpowers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I really did. I like I said, I saw it years ago, about sixteen or so. But I did not remember when he's in Aaron. It was Aaron, right? Aaron's apartment. Yeah, Aaron. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was the thing. I, mm-hmm. I've actually got something I wanted to bring up for the very end of the film, and mm-hmm. I remembered when the film shot. Was like, okay, it didn't. Even, what was the name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I did. I didn't recall. Like, oh my god, is this movie taking a sharp left, dark turn? Like, because it really looks like something bad happened in that apartment. Yeah. And I'm like, if they like. I cannot imagine this movie actually showing a body. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit if they do. But of yeah. course, you know, that's not what happens. But well, or, or, she just likes to leave her pills laying around. Yeah. And I, <laughs> oh, and I, I almost thought like a, a way that this could have been like, a really good, like real solid mm-hmm. moment there could have been if he'd come across her seemingly dead, mm. but like he could still hear her and then like he's saving her and as he's saving her it's going away like um, rather than losing it in the alley he's losing it as he's bringing Jesus. her back type thing late, too late for reshoots yeah. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I'd like to see that scene a little in there uh, yeah, yeah that'd be a little better way to go about it yeah and uh, I mean maybe it would have been just a bit too dark for what they wanted mm-hmm. to do but given some of the other 
conversation topics earlier in the film and things like that, I, I think they could have handled it, alright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yep, saves Aaron, whatever. Gives her a job, and that's all, that's all you need to make people happy, is just give them a better job. Yeah. Well, um, technically he just takes a meeting with her to see if she could get the job. Well, we never, I think we, it's implied that she is the only one yeah. for the job. It, it is... And then we actually get the final scene in the film, and uh, the final scene, he comes clean and says, you know, oh, you know how you lost your job and all that? Well, turns out I was just taking all of your ideas and passing them off with my own. Sorry! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm a sensitive guy now. <laughs> and then, Lesson learned. <laughs> and then... The only sensible response to that is actually what happens in the film, which is, you're oh, so, yeah, so, so I have my job back, I'm above you, you're fired. <laughs> and I love that, yeah. And I love that we don't get an answer to, like, okay, so we leave the film, he is still fired. Uh, well, so well, we don't thing, know. Like, is he actually fired? Like, yeah. Was this just the, like, her reacting to everything mm-hmm. and, like, because obviously she's not then got on the phone mm-hmm. to Mr. Wanamaker and said, you know, oh, hey, I've just fired this guy. Mm-hmm. But he's then like, oh, okay, well, I'll leave. And he doesn't then say, by the way, you really should. I've hired this mm-hmm. person, Aaron, like, please let her keep her job. Like, nothing like that. It's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware, he's not told anyone else about this person getting a job. He's, yeah. <laughs> there's been no official channels gone through. <laughs> so this person's going to turn up the next day and say, oh, I've got this job. And they're going to say, what are you doing here? <laughs> Who, who told you? No, he had no authority. No, to do no. That. Yeah, like, okay, you, aren't you files, girl? <laughs> yeah, we got files laying all over the place. Get back to work. Stop this delusional dreaming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be horrible for her. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to see the next day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so and I did. I mean, obviously you said you kind of liked how it ended, but I, I kind of felt it was uh, just a, oh, they, they, cause they, well, obviously they it would have been more empowering for, I mean, it would have been a bummer of a, I mean, you can't have a rom-com, not too many rom-coms end where they don't get together. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I so, understood I mean, that. I, I know it'd be more empowering for her to suffer for like, okay, that was a pretty shitty thing you did, uh, get the F out of here. <laughs> well, I, but, either that or like, you know, you need to, you need to gain my trust back, like yeah. mm-hmm. some some sort yes. of like, okay, like, like you are, you owe me now, like, <laughs> like we're gonna work on this, you, something yeah. like that, rather than just well, what sort of a sh- knight in shining armor would I be mm-hmm. if I didn't help you out here? It's like, um, and then you, you were just listening, right? And then she <laughs> just said like, and then she says like, I love you, or whatever. And so like yeah. at this point, they've made out. They've had like one. They made hard, make, hard court make out sesh. Uh, they have kissed. kind of got to know each other at work. Yeah. Um, it has been like about a week, maybe or so. Yeah, and um, he has just admitted to taking all of her ideas and passing them off as his own, yes. so that she would get fired. But willing to? I mean, I don't know. I just kind of alarm bells going there. That yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to paint uh, yeah. what Darcy in a bad light here, but yeah, well, she she just maybe the one of those girls that falls head over heels quickly, or yeah. there's guys like it too. I'm you know yeah. I mean may, maybe even if she'd said something like yeah, the guy I'm kind of sort of maybe starting to like mm-hmm. like, like something like that rather yeah. than just flat out love you. 
<laughs> Even though you pretty much got me fired and made yourself look good in the process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I but genuinely... But you're Mel Gibson before we knew you were insane, so it's okay. <laughs> yes. I, I genuinely feel that the film just kind of, like, ends randomly. And yeah. I, I don't mean as in, like, halfway through a sentence or mm. something like that, but it does just... You get that scene, and they kind of... They mm-hmm. kiss for a sec, and then it's just quit it. It's like, dude, really? There's nothing else you felt? You could have, uh, like, it's through? like the movie realized, oh shit, we went over the two hour mark seven <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, uh, okay, cut. <laughs> yeah, well, Stop. they're going to leave if we don't just finish it here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lose them. We're going to lose them. If we have a lot. Just, just cut the flag. No. Yeah. Yeah, so they're like, kiss it on the stairs. There's your movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with all that being said, yeah. Where, what do you what do you think? Uh, we've got to get to ratings here before we go too long. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, some people might say we've already gone fifty minutes too long, but there we go. <laughs> That's some people. So, hmm. yeah. You should go first. Well, I, yeah, I, I think do, you should. You think I should go first? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I do think you went first last time. So, well. I think I can safely say that you probably enjoyed this more than I did. <laughs> I think it's safe to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now, that, again, that's not to say that there weren't bits of the film I liked, and there were bits of the film I liked. We've gone over it. Like, uh, dancing team was good. The the daughter scene towards the end was actually really well done, and mm-hmm. I appreciated that. And it, some of the like, some of the actual conversations that he's having with some of the other people and stuff like they felt like genuine conversation people might be mm-hmm. having and stuff and then there was the flaws that I've gone into <laughs> and all this yeah. stuff and I'm not the biggest Mel Gibson fan in fact I looked it up and I think I've only seen him in about three other films really? yeah I realised as I was watching I was talking to my wife and I said hey, I don't know of any other Mel Gibson film that I've actually seen with him in. I mean, I've seen Chicken Run, where he does a voice in that, and I've also seen something else that he did a voice in. And no, then no, the Lethal Weapons, though. I've huh? not seen any Lethal Weapons. I've not seen any of the original Mad Maxes. Yes, your, I have seen... Feelings on Braveheart, I think, or... I've not, no, I have not seen Braveheart, no. but my... <laughs> my university health made feeling on Braveheart, so... <laughs> well, documented at this point. Yeah. And, uh, however, I have seen Gallipoli. Signs, um, uh, signs. I've seen signs, <laughs> and I think there was one more, but I can't remember okay. off the top of my well, head. But yes, not not really the biggest Mel Gibson <laughs> fan, anyway. So, but like you said, I have nothing against the cinematography. I, with the exception of that really weird ending, I have nothing against most of the okay. editing. Uh, I have nothing to say about the music. <laughs> uh, I didn't really notice it myself. Um. Some of the characterization was a little weird. I, as I've said, I find it very odd that most of the characters have no last name. It's just they're just first name and face. That's all they are. Uh, so I'm gonna say uh, minus four point five. I think oh, that's mm. a little nicer than I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I have <laughs> mm-hmm. nitpicks and stuff, but as a as a body of work, I yeah like yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say minus four actually because body of work I can't really critique most of the technical side. It's more the <laughs> yeah. the stuff we've already gone mm. into, and so I I feel it unfair to 
judge it too harshly okay. based on my personal preferences. All right, that's fair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yep, you're right. Otherwise, it's going to be a little different here. Um, <laughs> Which is, like I said, I... I, I enjoy it i don't love this it was it's a nice charming film yeah um if you go along with the absurd premise (laughs) uh, and just let it go and enjoy it for what it is i i think it's a fun movie i i do or did (laughs) i don't know which is the correct way to say like mel gibson i i don't really know if i have a current opinion on him uh as far as films go, yes. I don't know if I have a current opinion on him, um, but I was a big fan of the Lethal Weapons. Was a big fan of Braveheart, and still am. You know, right. um, you know, uh, pretty much. You know, I, I loved the the first two Mad Maxes. Uh, Beyond Thunderdome kind of lost me a little bit, um, <laughs> but you know, I loved him in that original role, um, and I just I enjoyed him in this movie. Um, Helena, I'm kind of hot cold on. Right. Um, I don't know if she would have been my first pick for this role, but I think she was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Above adequate, I would say. Good. I and can't it, think of she, who I would. She's likable, and she was definitely very likable at that time. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just it's a fun little rom-com. Um, don't expect a lot out of it, and I really enjoyed it, and I'd come around about a minus three on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By yeah. no means perfect, but it was definitely better than I <laughs> had, had, had remembered, or I was expecting it to be much, much worse <laughs> going back to this. Um, but yeah, I didn't mind it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, well, I'm not saying I'm going to sit down and watch it again, again, or it, it, but if it's you know if it, if it was on TV or cable or something, I'd watch for a while. Yeah, watch right. you know maybe watch the whole thing if right. nothing else is on. Well, you might see if. The dancing scene is coming up, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just wait for that uh, one. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, there are some good bits in there. So that's uh, what women want, apparently. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and as I said before, I'm not 100% sure who this was marketed to, so I don't know if it was what women want. <laughs> yeah, um, get back to us, uh, lady listeners. And yes. Let us know <laughs> how bad we screwed up, or how bad the movie screwed up, or both. Yes, and obviously... Once again, you can get a hold of us. Uh, I'll do it slower this time. Uh, mm. At Blokebusters on Twitter. I guess at Blokebusters on Instagram as well. Or on Facebook, Blokebusters. I really do apologize. I have been meaning to keep up with the Facebook, but I'm not doing that great at it. I have, as of the recording of this, I am two weeks and six days from my wife's due date. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes, it is starting to get... Real hectic right about now. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we promise we're not turning into a, like, bad movie review pod. Not, you know. No. Uh, but as life changes, adjustments will change. And, yes. Um, uh, we will get to the bigger motion pictures as they come out. But yeah, and as nothing, I'm able to see them. Yes, exactly. But there's nothing really that we have to see in the theater right now. Yes, um, and I will say it, good. I will say it now as well, just, just in case it comes to it. There might be a month where we don't actually do a release in the mm-hmm. cinema simply because I'm unable to get away mm-hmm. and to see that. My wife assures me that I will be able to go and see <laughs> that. However, she has assured me that now I'm waiting to see what will happen down the line. And that 
and again, I don't want to come off in the wrong way that not to say that, you know, oh, I need to get out of here. I've got to, go. <laughs> I want to go see a film. I don't care, but no, it's not hours. that. It's yeah. si- simply for this podcast, I would, yeah, I, I would go and see it, assuming everything is fine. So whatever. All right. <laughs> we will keep you posted as need be. Yes, there, we will. So. Uh, All right. You can email us long form as well, blokebusterpodcast at gmail.com and check out our website, blokebusters.web.com. It's kind of fun. And also, if you enjoy our podcast, uh, I know we have the sting at the beginning, but I do want to say, like, do go check out podbro.com. There, yeah. There's so many great podcasts on there. You'll find at least one more mm-hmm. that you're going to want to listen to. And it also, uh, do the, the hashtag out there that we've been kind of using called Pod and Family. If you're, it, if you search on that as well, there's so many great guys. Yeah, that'll get you uh, to a lot of good stuff. <laughs> so, Yes, and uh, obviously, do come back to us once you've done all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we love doing this for you guys, and we love hearing from you if you feel like getting a hold of us as well. So. Absolutely. There. Uh, so, I've been Paul. I've been Brian. See you guys. Bye. Bye.